Okay, with Tessie and Tajiana, Cracks in the Foundation is the short film played at the Wild Sound Film Festival. Really interesting film. It's really about childhood trauma, kind of dealing with it so we don't repeat the same patterns for the next generation, I guess, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. I could totally understand that. <laughs> I think a lot of people can too. So uh, it's a really yeah. interesting film the way you guys filmed it. So Tessie, you're the, you wrote the screenplay, correct? Correct, yes. So when did you kind of come up with this idea that you wanted to, to write a short script based on this kind of concept? Um, well, actually, it started off as a poem. Uh, I wrote a poem um, dedicated to therapy for my 30th birthday. Uh, it was kind of a double poem it's called Dear 30, Dear Therapy. And, um, you know, I read it once at a, a open mic. And just from from the reaction I got and from the feeling I had myself from, you know, written it in the words, I really felt like I needed to go in, into it more. It needed to be something more than just a poem. Um, and so that's where I got the idea to, to turn it into a script. Um, and I wasn't sure how long it would be. I, I had never written a script before. Um, so, so this is my first attempt at script writing and, um, yeah, I just expanded the poem into a script form. And then I kept the poem at the end, a little piece of it at the end, which that's what you hear me saying, um, kind of throughout the, the film. Um, and I couldn't have been happier with how it turned out. So you never wrote a script before. Did you like, did you like, like read other scripts or did you like get to buy a book on, on script writing? Like how was, how did you set it up? Save the cat. Um, <laughs> I bought the Save the Cat book, um, and I use that to kind of help me um, as a guide in, in writing the script. And then, so you, the script is done. Are you showing it to people? Like, what's your next? What's your next step? The first and only person I showed it to was Tajiana. Um, I immediately went to Tajiana. Um, you know, we had known each other for a while. I knew that she had went to film school and graduated. She had directed before, and so I really trusted her um, opinion on what she would have thought about it, if it was worth making. And so I, I called her up and I said, hey, I got a script. I'd love for you to read it and just tell me what you think. And then so when when you read it, Tajiana, what did you think? I thought it was great. Um, I think this story, obviously, you know, with any project you work on, you should look at if it aligns with your you know, your values as a human being. And I think a lot of the stories that I want to involve myself with as a storyteller revolve around um, st stories that, you know, highlight Black women, um, that highlight healing and, and power. And I think it's a beautiful story. And, um, you know, I, I like Tessie said, we had known each other for a while. And um, I really respect poetry. I respect poets a lot because it's another art form that is still writing and just the process of infusing that um, with screenwriting was, was really awesome. So, yeah. So you guys, so you got the script, you sent to send it to Tajiana. So what's the next step? Uh, like, were you thinking about making this into a film? Yes. So the, the reason I sent it to Tajiana, like I said, I knew that she had gone to film school, she had directed before. And so in my mind, if she felt like, I had I really had something and the script was was solid. I wanted her to direct the film. And so once she told me that, you know, she thought it was great and she loved it, I said, okay, awesome. How do you feel about coming on as a director and slash helping me make the film? Cause I've never made a film before and I don't exactly know what the next steps are. Yeah. Um, and she said yes. 
but you you have like background like you have producing experience like you know how to like put a team together to get something accomplished i guess right me yeah no i i did not go to film school no but i mean like you in terms of event planning in terms of like you like producing like other things no this was all 100 percent new <laughs> i was working in a corporate job in san francisco doing credit card marketing so this was a totally <laughs> all new um shift from the career path i was on it had always been a passion of mine to get into filmmaking but it just was not something I thought was possible. I'm from a small town in the South. You know, there's not filmmakers and things like that happening where I grew up. And so I just, you know, it wasn't something that I thought was possible regardless of how much I loved TV and film growing up. Um, But coming to the Bay Area, you know, and seeing it, you know, with other young creators and being in the poetry world and seeing people like Tajiana and, and other creatives that I've been around, I was like, man, I'm, I could possibly do this. And so, you know, when Tajiana said she was on board, I was like, okay, great. Now what? <laughs> what, what? Just out of curiosity, what brought you to the Bay Area? Job? Work? Yeah, the job. I, I got a promotion. I was working in North Carolina in Charlotte. I got a promotion to the San Francisco office. And wow. that, brought, that brought me here to the Bay Area. That must have been a real, like, leap for you, like, like uh, in terms of cultural and everything else. It was. And I, I did not imagine that I would end up where I am now. Like I thought I've gotten this great promotion. I'm going to keep climbing the ladder at this company. It's a great job, great benefits, great pay. And my poetry will just be something that I do on the side. Um, But, you know, starting as I started to get more into the open mic scene and meet more people. And like I said, seeing young other young black creatives really like thriving, my interest just really just started to go more toward my writing and my, my, you know, creative passions. And I was less focused on my corporate work until the point where I, you know, I ended up quitting and oh, wow. going all in on this. So that's amazing. That's full amazing. time in amazing film yeah. TV now. Yes. That's, that's like, that's guts. I hope that your, uh, your loved ones were okay with that. Sometimes they don't understand. They were actually very supportive. Um, originally, earlier in my college years, when I said I might want to go to school for like creative writing, they weren't really on board. They were less not something that I make money <laughs> yeah, in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think once they saw the talent that I had and they started to really see I could do something with this, uh, by the time I quit my job uh, in 2020, they were they were fully on board with me. So Tajian, where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area. Um, Bay Area. I'm from San Leandro, which is a city right next to Oakland, essentially. And where did you? When did you, where did you first meet Tessie? Where did you first meet her? Um, I first met Tessie. Wow, good question. I'm sure it was. Um, it was at a Gold Beams event. I don't know if you remember specifically Tessie, which night we first first met, but it was definitely there for sure. Yeah, it was at an open mic. Definitely, I think. It was that you might have been showing a video or something that you had directed um, mm. on the intermissions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. You guys just became connected, became friends? Yeah. I guess, wow. I don't re- remember the specific instance, like how it all kind of formulated. But I think we, you know, I, um, I was a part of, um the team where we you know we put on events uh our event curator 
um, Taylor, you know, I was working and doing event videography um, for her, you know, for her brand, her business. And I, you know, kind of left the team and started delving into more of my acting and other, um, other videography things and kind of stopped doing videography and more screenwriting and directing. And then Tessie came on the team um, so we kind of like missed each other in terms of working directly on that team together, but we had always been, um, we had always been connected by that entity uh, prior um, and going to events and stuff uh, that, cause they, you know, the Bay area, like she said, like there's, we have a lot of artists here. It's a very a creative hub. So um, there's always events to go to and people to network with. So, yeah. So, okay, so let's talk about your film. So, obviously, casting is huge because you got a child actor. How did you guys, yeah. find, how did you guys find your, your uh, is, it, it's, is it Maya or Mia? Naya or Naya? It's Naya, right? Naya? Naya in, the, in the film? In the film, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, in the film, you no, mean the, 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 her actual name or the character? No, the character's name. The character's name. The oh, char- the character's the character's name is is not it's close. Um, it's Nia. Nia, that's what I meant. Is it Nia? Yeah, so I asked. So sorry. Oh it. no, it's okay. So where did you find where did you find her the the her the actress? Um, through it's we Sydney found the actress. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. We found sorry the, for the confusion. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. We found the actors through um through SF casting, which is what I use as an actor. So I recommended it as like the first, um, the first resource for casting in the Bay area, um, especially with indie filmmaking, you know, with little to no budget, things of that sort. So yeah. yeah. I, SF casting, I think castingnetwork.com uh, is where mm-hmm. we posted to, to find everybody. And honestly, I was very nervous. You know, I was like, man, I don't know if people are going to read the description and, and submit their their stuff or what. But, you know, we like submit and instantly we had so many people um, putting in to be each character. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is happening. So so in terms of her on set was like were her parents around, like how did that kind of go in getting her performance? Well, for the children, um we kind of fell short on SF casting with that. We had directly, um, I, I, this is kind of where networking comes into play with casting is, um, you know, I think just kind of asked around with friends and, you know, on social media, you know, who, um, because, you know, we casted uh, two little girls. And so, um, you know, it was interesting because it's like, okay, does anybody have, you know, a younger sibling, a niece, anybody who kind of fits the description that we're looking for. Um, and then from there, um, one of our little girls had her her dad there and then the other, her older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely always had a, a guardian for sure there and um, definitely, you know, have to be, you know, conscientious of like how long you're keeping them on set and things of that sort. Gotcha. All new and a learning experience for me. Um, yeah. And originally we had casted two little girls off of the site. And then at the last minute, we lost both of them. Like one, I think, had like a school trip and the other um, were like, you know, actually a fun, you know, further thought we don't we're going to, you know, not do the project. And so literally like the week of we were scrambling, trying to find. It happens on indie films with child actors. It happens all the time. Right. Because everybody 
gets gets in the mix family members and they're like are you sure who are these people it becomes yeah. Like thing, right? yeah yeah it's understandable <laughs> it's a tough call to make as a parent so you know thank thank you for networking and thank you to our friends because i'm of, very grateful yeah. that tajiana knew these two people that had you know two the two little girls like because mm-hmm. it was they were you know her networking that got us the two little girls and they were so amazing like they they yeah. just blew us away so how did you guys set up a lot as well? How did you guys set up the like terms of the directorial design? Did you guys have a shot list? Did you storyboard anything? Like what was your preparation? So the process with that was uh we I kind of walked Tessie through uh breaking down the script first, um, which was interesting with you know having a poem inserted in there. Um in terms of the shot selection, um we kind of just talked through the vision of like how we wanted it to feel um, and like the tonality. And then we kind of worked with um, our DP to, um, you know, come up with the specific type of shot composition and just collaborated with him on, you know, what works best. And that always changes when you get on set, you know? Um, But I think that was kind of the process was just going over the feeling, um, you know, writing down, the tonality, these are the types of shots we want to include and then kind of collaborating with him on the specifics. Gotcha. So the first, the, yeah, it's got, it's got a real interesting look to it, like in terms of the, the photography, almost almost like a dream sequ- sequences or like how what was your kind of talk, talk about kind of the look that you got, that you put in the film? Do you want to share a little, Tessie? Um, I mean, I think it, it went along with, um the the script because I I I wanted it to have that feeling because in the film she gets a second chance to redo things so yeah. it kind of rewinds through and she gets a chance to go to therapy and work through her issues first and so I I definitely I'd like you said like it had kind of that dreams kind of sequence kind of feel because um you know it is it is kind of the um the process of getting a do-over which we don't actually get in life you can't just find and do things again so um you know I wanted that to kind of be clear but also that was a lot of Soretzi um coming in and once we you know he read the script and we told him the story Soretzi the DP um again this being my first time in filmmaking I really relied on his expertise and his vision a lot um and you know with what he was saying as far as like the look and the feel that he could match with my words and as it was happening I was just continually in awe (laughs) just I was just on set Mm -hmm. with like my mouth wide open the first day because of the just the way it was looking the way it was feeling and flowing it was exactly what I wanted but not necessarily knew how to explain in the moment that's yeah. That's collaboration in a nutshell. Yeah. So the opening scene, the the dinner scene, which is interesting because it's a lot of our nostalgia going back to our past. Like we 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 kind of remember these moments with our parents or siblings, and there the the scene with the 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 sequence with the close up of the dad with his eyes that seemed to be like mm-hmm. was that like always going to be in the, in the film like like that kind of like the look of his face, the look of his eyes that you know that there's there's some there's darkness inside of that soul i guess right 
Yes. Um, that was something that was very important to me because, you know, we had it in there where he wipes everything off the table and that whole thing with the glass shattering. So it was definitely very important to me to, to have that in there. And what really helped it was the fact that that actor, Dennis, he had just gotten off a flight from London and came straight to our shoot. Like he was in London at a film yeah. festival and flew straight to set. And so he was actually very tired and jet lagged. And so I was like, keep that, like that, the look that you have of tiredness is, is what we need in the scene. And so it actually worked out pretty perfectly mm -hmm. in that regard. But yeah, that was a very important um, piece of the story for sure. The dedication of the actor for doing that too. So yeah, I I can I was like, man, you you really like you could have you could have. It was the perfect cast. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it was the perfect cast. It, it's so interesting because I've always like the, the. There's always been a common thematic in recent films about like how children kind of like we live our parents our parents' lives, right? Like I have kids. My kids are, are living my life until they move on. They they go to school or they they move out of the house. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's sort of like the dinner scenes. Like you're the. I'm, it's like almost like I'm. I'm not saying it's you as a child, but I'm sure it's, there's versions of yourself in this film. And it's like you're living these this the, the, your parents' demons. You're living your parents. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Like your parents' own like problems or own issues. I guess right. And it's and of course this is what you know as a child. So, of yeah. course, you repeat it because that's that's what you were taught, I guess. Right. Yeah. And she did such a good job. The, the, the little girl we had there, she did such a good job of reacting off of what was going on. But then when we caught cut. She was back to like her normal bouncy, like child self. And so mm -hmm. I really wanted to stress to the kids like you know the drama that's going on around you isn't real and you know this they're not really arguing and you know it's a fake plate made of sugar it's not real glad like all of that yeah. um but still have them to be in the moment to have those those feelings of fear and uh, you know my gosh what's going on with my parents um because that's not their you know their real life like the the, the little girls they're like oh my mom doesn't yell at me or my yeah. parents mm -hmm. so this is not their experience at all that they are can relate mm -hmm. to um but they did so well in bringing um bringing the the facial expressions because there's no words um but so just bringing the facial expressions and the reactions they did a really good job with that um as well and i couldn't have been happier with the the little girls that we had yeah, it almost could be a silent film because it's all of the faces, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me yeah, about the music. Yeah, that's on the movie poster, too. Sorry, what were you going to start? What did you say? Oh, uh, no, I was just saying that that's, you know, goes with Tessie's idea that's on the movie poster as well as all their faces. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the music. So the music is important in your film. Was it was it original music? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So we... um outsourcing networking <laughs> once again um just I mean that's what indie filmmaking is is like you know everybody who's emerging just you know coming together to tell stories that they care about um I had met um our composer actually um at a film networking event in Sacramento and I always just keep growing my my Instagram inventory my database of like people especially black creatives here in the bay that I just want to build and work with and you know, I just DM'd him and uh, was able to, you know, work together on, you know, creating uh, some tracks that go with the tonality of the 
the the heart of the scenes and also you know Tessie's heart behind the poem and making people actually really feel and think um and, and sit with themselves mm -hmm. especially as as the verse comes up at the end and just kind of meditate on those words and um yeah I think that you know he did a, a beautiful job and um yeah it was great and he was really really awesome to work with um you know I'd be like I, I want strings here and he'd add in some strings or, you know, just the little things that I would be like, ah, let's, I like this, this sound, but let's slow it down a little bit. Let's get, bring in the other elements a little lit. And so he was so good at just, you know, the little smaller changes that I was, you know, making to, to really capture the feeling like he was so good about um, mm -hmm. capturing those. So he's awesome. <laughs> awesome composer. <laughs> So it sounds like you had some good some good team members of your on your film. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Editor, everybody, writer. <laughs> Everybody's great. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. So yeah, so the the um, the therapy sessions. So that's uh they're very it's it's obviously very it's a bit like uh you just can't help when you're watching this film. Like I'm, I'm of course I'm talking to you now, but everything kind of it feels autobiographical it feels that that i'm this is a very personal story like mm -hmm. even the therapy sessions like it like this this it's like almost like this this took place in a sense yeah. um i mean like i said the the script came from oh, the yeah. poems i wrote dedicated to turning 30 and and going through therapy and i started therapy myself at 28 um, and so then this Dear 30, Dear Therapy poem came about uh, my 30th birthday. But so those parts are are very real. And I mean, the the script is very real to me. Um, and I don't have children yet. And so what one thing I did was break the generational curses prior to bringing children in the world, yeah. into this world. And so, you know, with the script, I know that that's not always the case, especially within the Black community. Um, therapy is still... Uh, kind of taboo topic um and you know it definitely was not something that was uh, promoted within my family growing up although there was a lot of trauma within my childhood growing up yeah and so Sometimes it's financial too right it doesn't it's usually not not it takes takes money and in, in time yeah. to go right yeah all of those things so the money to do it the you know the community um sentiments toward therapy are still not really there um being looked at as deemed crazy and all that stuff which i mentioned in the poem um and so it was very personal to me and and though that does kind of chronicle my journey through therapy you know and i think a lot of people you start off in therapy and you know you have that feeling of brokenness where you're really just you know letting it all out in those first sessions and you know you grow through the sessions you take the advice and the the things that the therapist is giving you to do into your personal and daily life and as you continue to go back you know you see those strides and so that's what i wanted to show with the different sessions showing throughout the movie showing her growth her change even with the subtlety of her hair starting to you know look a little better each session and her or even her where what she's wearing right yeah, like her, yeah. her clothes her <laughs> hair her demeanor the way she's sitting in the chair all of those things were intentional to show the growth through the therapy sessions and it's all in under a minute too you guys are very good with time you didn't stretch it out like mm, nine minutes yeah. like it is like it was a, it's good under 10 minutes it's like you told your story you didn't kind of like 
do multiple uh, story beats. He kind of like told the beat and then you moved on, which is good. Yeah. Thank, you. Mm. Thank you. Thanks. And it's like you, you kind of alluded in the beginning. It's like, you know, like you can't go back to your past. You can't go to time machine. But in a way you can, right? Like in a way you can go back to your memories and kind of like have perspective and basically kind of like try to like sometimes it's like I always say that sometimes like there's wounds where you can heal the wounds, right? Where it's like mm -hmm. you get a broken arm, you can heal the broken arm. But sometimes there's like, there's like disabilities in your in your in your uh, psyche that cannot be healed fully, right? Like you know what I mean? It's like it's like there's there's uh there's a, there's like it's just it's impossible. But there's there's there yeah. is like mm -hmm. healing, I guess. There's some sort of healing mm -hmm. therapy, I guess that yes that could be solved, I guess, with going back to your past and talking like your character, talking to your old self, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and that that's what again what we want to what we were what I was trying to stress with the film um you know you can always always there's always time to heal those hurts and heals heal those wounds as tough as it may be and I talk with firsthand experience it's not easy to relive those things no not at all therapy. it's scary and right it's not easy you're telling these things oh, yeah. to a stranger <laughs> and you know you don't know <laughs> you know if you but one thing I learned in therapy is you think like you're you're the only person who's, you know, had these feelings or gone through this and you are not like there are so many people who, um, you know, can relate to to your story and not that everybody obviously feels things differently and things affect you differently. But the, there's there's it's there's so many people who can relate to, you know, your issues and your story and just by getting help and being able to then show people what healing looks like is just so helpful and so needed and you know that's why I'm really proud of this film and really happy that I stepped outside of my fears of exposing myself to to make this film and to to have these conversations so we sent you uh the audience uh audience feedback video what did you guys think about the audience feedback video that we sent you oh man Loved it. It was, <laughs> like I I almost cried <laughs> It. yeah I was emotional it was a very very sweet um idea and, and concept to uh for for your guys's organization to just get feedback from viewers um it's really good to you know hear what works you know what read well the uh, things that people would like to see um and just overall how people felt and how it was received because then you know that you did your job so I think it's a good a good um you know healthy indicator of of uh, your work and so thank you for that yeah for me to hear you know so many people relate to the film in the way that they did and saying that you know it you know made them think about their childhood or their life and their own journey with therapy that's what we wanted with the film and so to know that that is the impact that it's having um is just so so satisfying to know that that's that's what yeah. people and then we did get comments on the cinematography and all that stuff so that was great as yes well. <laughs> the, the, the cinematography and the feed so so it's just a double double win with the feedback we got so are you guys gonna make another film together or are you gonna like what's of the next course step? what <laughs> at this some is, point you're 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 talking to tnt right now so this <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely gonna be some more things coming um, and i think once you do 
um, good work, people always look to work with you again. And so even after we were done and the team is like, wow, we made such a good piece. What are we going to do next? And so I think yeah. people always ask that, like, what's next? So definitely, you know, stay tuned because I think we all have some stories that we got to get off our chest. Um, and this is just the start of a really um, beautiful journey, um, you know, in indie filmmaking for us. Um, but, you know, for the Bay Area at large. That's yeah. terrific. Yep. And All right, Tyler so and I have found ourselves PAing on a lot of projects together too. Mm-hmm. So we are constantly working. Yes. You're sucking in the, the information. Yes. yes. Lots of film productions going on in the Bay Area. Yeah, we've done, so, yeah. done commercials projects together mm-hmm. that, that we just end up on it together. So we, we found ourselves uh, formulating a team for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on this film. We're, we're very proud to show it. And let's why don't we talk again when you guys make your next film and we show your next film at our festival. Awesome. Thank that you. sounds great. Thank right. you so yeah, much. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbemp, Incorporated.